0: Hello and welcome back to Ready Gamer 1, a podcast focused on video games and geek culture. I am your host, Ben Cornett. Today on Ready Gamer 1, Brandon's going to lead us in a discussion on E3 rumors, and we'll do our list discussion on the top five best desserts we've ever had. Our music is listed in the episode description. Welcome back, Brandon. How you doing, buddy?
1: Yo yo. You know me just working on that Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, it's uh Summer of Shakespeare, yes. It
1: is about that time, yes uh.
0: Which is not to be confused with Summer of Sam. Summer of Sam. <laughs> summer of Sam. <laughs> oh, please tell me I didn't just pull a reference you're not familiar with. Oh, boy. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Say
1: that again. Maybe I just didn't hear you.
0: Summer of Sam. Mm-hmm.
1: Now explain that yes. to me like I'm five. No.
0: I don't think we have the time, we're cramped Oh, I disappointed Uh, you (laughs) A little bit So it's a film It's a 1999 drama crime film According to Google
1: (laughs) Okay, drama crime I dig it
0: Yes, drama drama, crime It's uh, set in uh, 1977 And it was directed by Spike Lee Mm-hmm. And that's about as specific as I can be. Uh, it stars John Leguizamo. I can tell you that much. Okay. So. I I have yeah. no idea. It's uh, it's quite the opposite from Shakespeare. I can tell. Well, I, well, I don't know. Probably pretty similar to maybe like uh, Richard the <laughs> Third or Hamlet. But. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay. Is it like a post-apocalyptic like drama crime?
0: Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs>
1: Alright, fair enough. Oh, uh, oh boy. That'll be next so on you've been my hearing some stuff about uh, movie list.
0: Yeah. Next on your movie list? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right after uh, oh. Black Panther and Infinity War. Um Oh boy. Let's see. Alright, so besides my ignorance, uh we, we can talk about some of these rumors that uh E three is stirring up, right? So let's talk about the Nintendo Switch offering up this Nintendo sixty four classic. Wait,
0: the Nintendo Switch? Right? Are you talking about Nintendo? Wait, so the N64 Classic is going to work with the Switch? Is that what I'm
1: hearing? I could be wrong. I thought it was like a, a virtual thing.
0: Oh, no, I haven't heard anything about the N64 Virtual Console, but the N64 Mini, uh, they did do a patent on the uh, controller.
1: Oh, the the actual
0: thing. Okay. Yeah, which is which is what people have been led to believe is the N64 Classic has all but been confirmed. So it would be like the N64 Mini. Now, if that had Wi-Fi capabilities for multiplayer, now that would be a step in the right direction. Um, and did the others? <laughs> no, but I mean, you got to really think the, like the multiplayer in those. And they don't the really need 16-bit it. 16-bit era. Yeah. It, it was it was two-player. I mean, there were four-player games on the SNES. They didn't play very well.
1: Yeah, so like, I mean, you don't know the the. I mean, stuff we talk about all the time, like Pokemon Stadium and all that Coliseum. All I mean, all the Pokemon games that had some of those features on them, I mean, that would be amazing because back in the day, that was a pain in the butt to set up. You had to have... I mean, it was like the Switch Hori online chat thing where it was like five cables just so you can talk to people. I'm just like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. But if it if it does that, then that would be super cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, again the first thing that pops into my mind is the shortage that they will inevitably inevitably have if they do this physical release, which is
0: probably going to happen. Yeah, no, the, uh, the production line for this has got to be amplified big time. Um, I think they kind of did better with the SNES. I still feel like if I go into any retailer that has uh, electronics, like uh, video games and whatnot, I still see a few SNES classics, which is pretty impressive. I have not seen the NES classic come back out yet. It is, it was back in pre, or not pre-production, but it was back in production. Uh, so it was supposed to be released sometime over the summer as like a round two of the device. So we'll find out.
1: Well, that's, that's going to be a super big donor. Uh, I can just, I can just call it right now. Um, cause I know <laughs> they're just going to do the same marketing technique, um, that they always do. So cause it
0: works <laughs> for them, for,
1: for them. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so Resident Evil seven you you haven't played that game right um not too much
0: I don't believe so um the last Resident Evil game I remember playing I feel like was five was that five and six were just kind of re-released weren't they
1: i I think so, but I mean again, I haven't played a lot of them either uh I played like the first couple back in the day and then I just got back into it by playing seven on the p s four Um and man, I was not expecting to have that much fun uh playing a Resident Evil game. But uh I it was super scary too. Like it wasn't just you know, a lot of times it's just kind of obvious now and they just kind of use the same tricks. I I had no idea what was coming, and it was beautiful. And I like the story too, you know, a lot of the times the story is just really boring. Um, but I, this, this like country family was absolutely insane.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I have not played seven.
1: Well, if you ever get the chance and I think it's, I think it's relatively cheap now, um, you should totally do that. Um, and if, even if you're not a fan of scary horror games or anything like that, but so they're, they're talking about bringing it to the switch and Okay. <sighs> I mean, I guess it's fine. I mean, you know my stance on these things. It's great that it's happening, but it's it's just a little too late for me. Sure. I mean, I'm I'm obviously not getting it clear. I mean, I've already played it, so it's it's all good. Um, but for the people who haven't and only have a Switch to play it on, then this is their this is their chance. And um, I don't know how it's going to look, and I don't know how it's going to play. I hope. That it's not going to be terribly laggy because if I remember playing it on PS4, I mean the graphics were pretty good. So I hope the Switch doesn't, you know, overheat or anything because I'm pretty sure this will be um, pushing it to its limits.
0: Sure, yeah, and I think a lot of people thought that about uh, Doom when when Doom came over to the Switch. I've got to actually see Doom in person on the Switch. I've played it on the Xbox One. And it looked really good on the, on that system. Um, I know that Noah has it on his Switch, and he thinks it runs great, even in tablet mode. You know, when it's not docked, it still looks okay on the tablet, which that's pretty impressive. So, and what's more impressive about that is that he's pretty critical about games on his Switch. So, oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's that's pretty good that he's giving that kind of like a this is a good game. And actually, you know, he actually that was the first time he ever played Skyrim was when it came out to the switch. Really? (laughs) I know. Just wait a couple more years and get it on your toaster. Wow. (laughs) That joke's not going away. First time ever playing Skyrim on a switch. Yeah. He didn't like hate it, but he's like, I can see why people didn't think breath of the wild was that amazing of a game after having this come out to the system as well. It's like, that's fair point. Yeah.
1: Um, and then there was the rumor for the Mario and rabbits DLC. Um, Oh uh, yeah, pretty sure that's gonna happen. But uh, you said it had something to do with Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah, there's supposed to be some more Donkey Kong characters, I believe.
1: I gotta say, as I'm getting into it, I've been I've been playing it um, ever since. <laughs> I, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> Which is, I mean, for for everyone, I, I should find that clip of you like swearing off this game, and now you're like you've become a pretty big supporter of the game.
1: Uh, big supporter, but uh, <laughs> you use that very loosely. Uh, I've been playing it over the past couple of days after I finished God of War and, um, and no Kuni too. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's just enjoyable. And it, it, whenever you get past the first few sections, it's overly eager to over explain everything. And mm-hmm. so that, it kind of got a little pedantic, um, in the beginning and, um, but once you get into it and it doesn't do any of the tutorials anymore, I mean, it's it suddenly becomes like, you know, it's totally about strategy. You really have to think things through. Because uh, the fir- first part's super easy. Um, but then they start yeah. introducing new weapons and new monsters and everything. And then it becomes like this, um, you know, tile-by-tile tile Final Fantasy Tactics type thing. And then I'm a sucker for those type of games Um, The move one tile, attack this person, move back and hide behind something or like use magic or a different ability. And then um, it just depends on where you're going to (sighs) move. Yeah, I mean, it's just gotten a lot better as I played it. And so past me just didn't know (laughs) the potential. Yeah, it's
0: it's a great game. It really is. It's it's been a surprising hit for the switch. Grant Kirkhope did the music for the game and it's wonderful to me it's it's basically XCOM with mario characters so and and rabbits so yeah it's it's a great game uh i definitely enjoy it uh would recommend it and i'm glad that you uh you've kind of saw the light saw the light (laughs) oh man saw the light of mario and rabbits
1: how dare you (laughs) and you know honestly i'll probably get the dlc too um and plus i still need to get splatoon um
0: yeah bro you gotta start playing splatoon with me
1: But as I know, I I really because the only thing that I had at the time besides Breath of the Wild was uh, Bomberman. And what a disappointment that was.
0: Yeah, just that game kind of bombed out. Yeah,
1: no joke. (laughs) Just pressing. Thank you. you. No joke at all. (laughs) Um, Just pressing the A button (laughs) and just hoping for the best. It was the worst.
0: Oh, it's kind of like being like in real life bomb squad at that point, right? I mean, it's like oh, okay.
1: It even even worse, and yeah, th- I mean, <laughs> there there was only one control, and I don't know. I just missed the days. I can't remember which one it was. It was like hero of, uh, hero of something, and it was on the N sixty four, and uh-huh. it had an actual story and levels and things where there's m- multiple. I don't know. There's just a lot of strategy to it. And in this one you just kick a bomb over and it just seemed even more simplified than the ones that they made to begin with. Uh and and those were nice games back in the day like in the 80s, but not not anymore.
0: Yeah, that was I think you're talking about the Hero of Canton, the man they called Jane.
1: The man they call what?
0: Jane. What is that? It's a Firefly reference.
1: Oh, see I haven't seen that because I know I'll be disappointed at the end.
0: <laughs> Come join the club, believe me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just I'm not ready for that disappointment.
0: Yeah, it's 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 rough to get through those you know twelve twelve or thirteen episodes. I can't remember the exact number, and then the film, and then
1: you and then you get um, titillated, I guess is the word. Whenever you saw um, Ready well, Okay Now, Ready Player One, <laughs> or yeah, Ready Player One,
0: yeah, oh, no, with the with the Firefly. Yeah, that's right. Yep, he'll never fly again. Although you know, it's it's always fun to see Nathan Fillion show up as Captain Malcolm Reynolds on a couple of different things. He did it on Castle, and he just did it on uh Real American Housewives, I think, is a uh the ABC comedy. Oh, really? He uh he reprised that role <laughs> on that? Yeah, yeah. And with with him having a new series coming out to ABC, it's called uh, The Rookie. I wouldn't be surprised at all if, for some reason, he ends up dressed up as Malcolm Reynolds. He he loves that role. And good for him.
1: He can do no wrong. I can tell you that. Yes.
0: He's he's like, he's on my celebrity list of people that I don't want to find out has done something terrible to a woman. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Yeah, that, that list is becoming shorter and shorter. <laughs> yeah. Well, as far as rumors go, we know that Yoshi, um, as far as Yoshi games go, yeah. that was announced last year's E3. And yep. we haven't heard anything about it ever since then
0: we'll probably see a trailer well and and i think it's gonna can be like um i don't think it's gonna be a port of yoshi's woolly world so much as it will probably include it sounds like it's gonna utilize the woolly animation and everything which is great it was beautiful to watch that play out on the wii u so that will probably just be a sequel game to that
1: yeah yeah you're right um and your much anticipated metroid stuff uh what did you say would happen you think
0: so i got a feeling that we will actually see a real trailer for metroid this year um I have a feeling that we'll also see a release date. I've actually had a lot of people tell me that they're expecting Metroid to release before the end of this year, and I, no, as much as I'd love to see that, I don't see that happen. I now, I, I certainly see a 20, uh, 2019. I could see that game getting released in twenty nineteen, maybe late uh, late summer, early fall. But anything that's before that, I don't think the game is there because we haven't we've not seen a, mo- a lot about it. I'm also pretty convinced that uh, Star Fox will have a updated port to the switch uh, Star Fox zero will kind of come yeah i can see that over to the switch and it should uh it, it needs a better platform to uh to play on and I, I think that that game would work better on the switch than it did on the wii u
1: yeah for sure um and i definitely feel that we'll at least get some footage from the metroid thing i mean that's that's what i'm yeah that's what i'm thinking no 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 gameplay or no um you know no release until 2019 like you were saying yeah. that's like early early right and then um i don't know if you remember this but fire emblem was announced for switch at last year's e3 uh i know you're not it really was. a big fire emblem fan it it really hasn't we haven't really heard anything uh since then
0: yeah that's kind of been like left in the dark too um they it, there, there's been a couple titles that they really uh, they announced for the switch last year at e3 that have just you're you're right like yoshi we've not heard anything else about it uh metroid that much uh and you're right uh what game did you just say fire emblem <laughs> the one you I don't kept care saying, about? Like, harvest... well yeah exactly but i kept seeing harvest moon in my head i'm like yeah we haven't heard anything about harvest Moon. well yeah we've not heard anything about harvest
1: Moon. yeah nobody wants that game uh <laughs> but i think the most anticipated game uh of this e3 for the switch might possibly be the pokemon stuff that's been coming out i don't know if you've seen all that stuff
0: yeah it's like a toss-up between that and smash brothers i think right at this point i
1: mean yeah but everybody knows what that game is i mean it's just it's just the port but (laughs) this one we don't we don't know um i mean there was that pokemon uh the pikachu and eevee put together and i forgot what they said that game was but um they thought that it was a cross between a couple different games and that there would be some sort of uh, compatibility for the mobile app Pokemon Go um, to tie in w- right. with the game. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's all about. Um, it's not, people are saying that it's not a full on new title right now. Uh, I think this is just it's 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 like a a cross between two games just to tide us over until the new um adventure of pokemon comes out probably um in the next year or so uh but right. they i don't i think they did say that this wasn't the big game that they were hoping for this is just an extra thing uh so we'll see yeah definitely the grand prix star fox grand prix you heard about yeah, that? Yeah, that's
0: not the game I'm expecting. Uh, <laughs> cuz uh wasn't that supposed to be the mobile game?
1: Uh, at Retro they're
0: Oh no, that's uh, Mario Kart's the next mobile game. Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah, Star Fox Grand Prix is not the Switch game I'm expecting. I I am also expecting them to have like a legitimate, you know, honestly, I'm expecting a port of Star Fox uh <laughs> Zero from the Wii U. Oh yeah. No.
1: they I mean, they're sending everything else. I'm sure that'll happen too. Um, and, and Fortnite, I mean, you gotta,
0: I would love them to put Fortnite on the switch. I just don't see it. And I feel like, you know, Josh, Josh had kind of shot me down on that. He said, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And I, to a degree, I think that he's he's right. I don't think that will happen, but rocket league also made its way onto the switch. So, yeah. you know, if, if it can, if that can happen, I think that can happen too. I mean, so. the
1: thing is it's, it's just too big a game right now and that's, I mean, you, you look at all these YouTubers and 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 Twitch streams. That's this mm-hmm. is where they're getting all their money is from doing Fortnite runs, uh, Battle Royale yep. stuff. So I think, I think when I mean they're trying to see how much they can test their online capability. Epic do an Epic game Fortnite. I mean that that's gonna be I mean that's gonna be a big test seeing if you can do the Battle Royale <laughs> hundred hundred people. You know that's yeah not a bad deal. And then we talked about Skyward Sword HD
0: remake. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. To me honestly, th- this is what would print money. If they t- took The Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD and put them on both on a cartridge for 50 bucks, that would sell. But they would not do that. I don't know. I wouldn't be so sure. For- I could see them do I could see them doing that with Skyward Sword as well, putting some, like all three of them on a master pack and then charging 90 bucks for it.
1: Yeah, but they wouldn't put those two you said Twilight Princess and um Skyward Sword together for fifty. There's no way.
0: Sure they could. I mean Twilight especially with Twilight Princess HD, that used amiibo.
1: They but they haven't had Skyward Sword out yet. So that would be a new game by itself in their eyes. So that would be sixty. And if they add Twilight Princess onto sure. that, it would have to be more. At least like ten or yeah. ten or twenty, you know. But since it's been out for a while. But I don't think they're going to drop it to 50.
0: Should be interesting to see. But yeah, I think that that is definitely something that can happen.
1: Sorry, my coffee maker went off. I forgot to turn that off.
0: Okay. (laughs) I thought it it was something else. I was like, okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, There was a bomb going off. All right. So
0: Bomberman got angry.
1: (laughs) Taking revenge. Uh, Doom 2 was apparently heavily rumored. I haven't heard anything about it. But apparently it's a thing.
0: Yeah, we'll see.
1: Cause, Cause, the first one was impossibly squished.
0: I just don't think it's been a big seller on the Switch yet. I, I think it sold decently on the Switch, but it, people are not. The average look, look at you and I. We both own a Switch, and then you own a PS4, and I own an Xbox One. If either of us want to buy Doom Two, what system are we probably going to buy? Where are it we
1: going to buy it on? Yeah, exactly.
0: And and it's it's not against Nintendo at that point. It's not like, well, no, I'm not going to buy that on my Switch. I could buy it on my Switch, but because I willingly know that my Xbox One is a little bit more powerful than that, I'm probably going to put it on the Xbox One. Mm-hmm, now, the disadvantage is I can't travel with that.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you take the the travel out for just the accuracy and lag and stuff like that, and then you're not have to worry about sure. FPS and all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. You would totally get it on the on the more powerful system. And you're right. I think I think the majority is is that most people have their home console, and then they have their Switch as a travel thing to supplement that.
0: Yeah, the Switch has almost become like a 3DS in, a, in its own way.
1: Yeah. No, I think that. On top of that, Black Ops Four. Don't care for the game, but you know. Uh, yeah. Well, it might not be a thing anymore, but it was rumored at one point. That's all I really have as far as rumors go right now.
0: Yeah, I mean it's uh that that's a good continuation from what we discussed last week and uh our a couple episodes ago anyway and uh we'll find out when I head out to LA. Uh
1: uh-huh, yeah, when do you leave for that?
0: I leave Monday, June uh 10th maybe. I don't know. June 10th? Is that a, is that a Monday?
1: Um I have my calendar. Yeah, oh no wait, that's a Sunday.
0: Ju- June 11th.
1: June 11th, that's a Monday.
0: So Rob from Game Lust will be out there a day before me. He leaves on the 10th. I knew that the calendar dates were a little off. I just couldn't remember the days and the time. Okay.
1: Well, we wish you luck.
0: Thank you. And eat all the awesome foods. Doghouse. Absolutely.
1: Doghouse? Is that a restaurant?
0: Dude, yeah. What? Brandon, you got to come out to the West Coast with me and uh, have some Doghouse. It's the best freaking burger I've ever had in my life. Is it spelled? It's it, To me, Is it? Sp- it's spelled uh, like a German house, like A-J-U-S. There you
1: go. That's, that's how it's supposed to be.
0: Dog house. House. So uh, let's do our list topic real quick because uh, we're recording this the Sunday before Memorial Day. And it's summertime Uh, and whenever you have parties and whatnot, you always, you know, to me anyway, I never go if I'm invited to a party, I never show up empty handed. I just that's how I am. So I usually always have something to pass. So I make a lot of desserts. So these are the five best desserts of summer. Brandon, what's your first one?
1: My first one, um, I'm going to go with classic cake balls.
0: Okay, like like cake pops or oh
1: yeah, cake cake like balls the, cake on a pops. sucker or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, those are good. Those are classic. Uh, my mine is uh, apple pie bake. It's uh, it's a recipe I got from Tasty, and it's basically you take cinnamon rolls, you dice them up, you uh, caramelize some apples, and then throw them, and then put them all in the oven. Bada bing, bada boom.
1: That sounds amazing. It's really good. Yeah, I've never had that before. Um, let's see. another one that my family makes a lot on the holidays, uh, that I just can't help but eat is the Mexican wedding cake. What is that? It's hard to explain. I was hoping that you would know, (laughs) but basically it's, it's just like a cinnamony chocolate cake. Right. And then what makes it though is the icing. Uh, it's this weird, crackly, glazy, um, kind of like dulce de leche, uh, dark chocolate, cinnamon glaze on top of it, and then whenever you let it dry, mm-hmm. it it just it just kind of becomes like this uh, painted glass, just kind of on top of it. I don't know, dude. It's it's hard to explain, but it no it, nothing really tastes like it, and it's just really good
0: and and i'm not a, well, i just pictured a bunch of oh go ahead
1: <laughs> sorry i'm just not a big um you know cupcakes or something like that you see icing just kind of mm-hmm. doubled up on top of it towards mostly just icing and i'm not all about that yeah. um it's just a little thin layer and that is all you need but anyway what we saying?
0: Well, I just pictured a bunch of uh, churros kind of formed like uh, the lady fingers are in tiramisu. <laughs>
1: oh, no. It's an actual <laughs> cake. Okay. Uh, I was like, oh,
0: maybe that's what it is. It
1: is a long dark chocolate cake. All right. What about you?
0: Um, brownies. Tight and true. Classic. Simple. I love them. Yeah, I figured. One of my favorite desserts. I figured Super you'd say easy that. to go with.
1: Yeah, I, I do the same. I do the same. Um, it, it would be on there, but they're... <laughs> I'm going to switch it out with opera cake.
0: Good Lord. Another cake that I have nothing to know about. What What is this one about? No way.
1: Okay. Well, I've seen it um, made only at high-end restaurants and then on okay. uh, Great British Baking Show. Well, um, but it's layered. It is super layered cake. Um. I don't even know what goes into it. There's a, it's a sponge and then there's, uh, and it's in it. And this one is, is a sort of kind of the size of a Twinkie, I guess, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Okay. But they have the sponge on bottom. Then they have, uh, the icing, um, and then they have like this dark chocolate kind of layer over that, uh, probably a ganache, um, or, or, a Uh, mousse of some sort and then they'll just like layer all those three together and just keep doing it and keep doing it until you have this nice little compact cake that just tastes like everything put into one um all the good things none of the bad stuff um so it is it's it's pretty expensive i've only had it once and i've seen it made a bunch of times and it is a beautiful dessert
0: Maybe we should have told our listeners that uh, are diabetic to have taken a shot of insulin before they listen mm-hmm. to us. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three, it's, this is another thing that I, I make. And actually, this recipe comes from Paula Dean, And believe it or not, there's actually no legitimate butter in this recipe other than the apple butter. What? Uh, and this is, ap- this is apple butter pumpkin pie. And it's basically it's half pumpkin, half apple butter. You mix it together, put it in a pie shell, bake it, and it's fantastic. I make it mostly around Thanksgiving and Christmas.
1: That makes sense. Um, To dovetail alongside that, uh, I make (laughs) something um, that I have named the pumpkin turd. And basically, it doesn't sound appetizing, but what you do is...
0: (laughs) No, I mean, with a name like that, I mean... (laughs) It certainly sounded like something you get at a high scale restaurant.
1: <laughs> Trust me, you'll love my pumpkin turk. What you do is you uh, <laughs> you take some you take some um, some dough and you flatten it out, and then kind um, of kind of kind of akin to biscuit size. And then whenever you flatten all that, you put a a, a dollop of this uh, pumpkin cinnamon nutmeg and other spices and stuff and um, you basically just roll that up um, to make the form of a turd and close it off and pinch it you know like you normally do
0: and then just pinch it off you know what i mean
1: <laughs> always like, like a normal turd it, it might be messy but you get the job done and then <laughs> you, okay. you're gonna love it okay and then you know you put it in there for twelve, there. Well, actually, it's probably twenty minutes or so. And then it comes out this nice golden turd. And then what you do is you kind of lay some nice creamy glaze on top. It's uh something special.
0: Are you sure it's not called a blumpkin turd? A blumpkin turd. Oh god, don't! Ex- I can't explain a blumpkin to you that's, right now. That's why I call you. <laughs> oh, that's a sad. Thing. <laughs> All right, pumpkin turds. All right, I like it. Yeah, what about you? Um, my number two, uh, this is another thing that I, I actually have learned how to make this really well lately. It's uh, bread pudding. I love bread pudding, and I'm really good at making it. It's even better when I take uh, King's Hawaiian rolls because that's a uh, sweeter bread anyway. So um, just really always uh, adds a little extra sweetness to it. So, so good.
1: Yeah, a lot of people on the Food Network just totally bash that dessert. Like, oh, it's super easy. Anybody can make it. But it's very hard to make it well. And so,
0: yeah, if you're not getting your hands in that mixture, you're not doing it right. I've watched people that use a spatula to mix everything together. I'm like, you panty. <laughs> no, get your hands in there and mix it around. Yeah, it's it feels like weird, mushy brains. But, you know, uh, hey.
1: Great. <laughs> Can't be any worse than turds, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> certainly.
1: Uh, number one for me is uh, the... Popularly mispronounced dessert, uh, macaron.
0: Oh, not a macaroon.
1: Not a macaroon because that is coconut based. Um, that is correct. Uh, and I don't think I've actually really had those. I mean, they just didn't really look, look appetizing to me.
0: It's uh, chocolate, caramel, and coconut
1: on like a shortbread. Yeah, yeah, and and
0: that's that's what a macaroon is. Now a macaron. Those are fantastic. Yeah.
1: I I don't even know. I can't even remember how it's made, Uh, especially, especially um, the, I guess you would call them patties. (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, Or just like the bread quote unquote foundation in a sandwich. It's not made of bread, but it's the two things come together.
0: Yeah. It's like a dough.
1: Yeah. Um, and then once that is baked in the oven and solidified, they put that weird cream in the middle, um, just made mm-hmm. of all sorts of things. And it's so versatile. Um, my favorite is probably the pistachio. Um, but I have those things so much, dude. They're so good.
0: There's a, uh, there's a bakery in Greektown in Detroit that uh, they make them there. And they're, they're a pistachio. And I'm not one that usually likes pistachio flavored things. But that one, that's a really good one. Did
1: you say mustachio flavor?
0: Yes, uh, that's uh, actually how I like them from Mario. <laughs>
1: Just a freaking huge caterpillar mustache right at the end.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's uh, there's the Mario, then there's the Bob Belcher. Uh, who else has mustachio? Then there's the Ron Swanson. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that's, it brings a lot of
1: good texture that it's been missing, honestly.
0: It does, it does. Mm. A lot of grit.
1: I need to put that on my... I need to put the that kind of stuff, like the Ron Swanson on my pumpkin turd, and then I think that'll
0: just
1: oh my God. fill the whole thing.
0: Uh, my number one, tight and true, classic as well, similar to brownies, vanilla ice cream with chocolate sauce. I mean, that is, as a kid, that was one of my favorite desserts. Uh, as an adult, uh, it's still one of my favorites, although now I use um, Halo Top ice cream. Okay. I just get the vanilla, put put a little bit of Hershey sauce on it, not a whole lot, and uh, you know, don't feel as guilty about having it.
1: Ben is a simple man to please, everybody. Oh yeah.
0: If only that were the truth.
1: Just just give him some vanilla ice cream, and then and then spread some of that nice hot glaze cream chocolate all over his body and uh, the ice cream, and you'll be good to go.
0: If I had a nickel for every time I heard (laughs) right,
1: yeah, those exact words.
0: 13 cents <laughs> <laughs> that was a good list yeah, yeah, yeah. that was good so hopefully we gave you guys some ideas of uh, things you could make over the summer i'm not listing recipes for anybody i mean i'll give them to you if you want them but uh you know <laughs> this is not that kind of a show <laughs> <laughs> so well that's going to do it for this episode of ready gamer one be sure to continue to follow us on itunes google play music and soundcloud you can follow us on twitter at ready gamer one and as always, leave us some feedback and reviews. Uh, join in on our conversations over at Nintendo holics where the first step is admitting you have a problem. Until next time, I am Ben Cornette along with Brandon Noera. And this has been Ready Gamer One. Adios. Bye.
1: I did it.